podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pumping Up the Podcast. I am your host, Elise Eldridge. Today we're talking all about Season 1, Episode 13 of Hannah Montana, which has a very cumbersome title, You're So Vain, You Probably Think This Is It Is About You. I am joined today by my friend, Mr. Michael Stahl. Hi, Michael. I'm so glad you joined me today. (laughs) I'm really happy to be here. Uh, I'm excited to talk about Hannah Montana and the famous, (laughs) notorious Zit episode. I will say I um I don't think I remembered that much about this episode going in. Like I remembered the conceit of it. Um and I remember them vandalizing the billboard and I correctly wrote in my notes that I will would probably remember more as I watched the episode and that mm-hmm. ended up being the case. Um mm-hmm. I also want to note that the thumbnail for this episode on Disney Plus is Jackson wearing lipstick and <laughs> I would be remiss not to note that this show's favorite prank to play on its male characters is to force them to wear lipstick. It ha- This is like the third or fourth occurrence of like somebody tricking a male character into wearing lipstick. Mm-hmm. So that really set the tone for my viewing of this uh, particular episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I am, I am not someone who remembers anything about Hannah Montana. I watched it when I was like 11 when it came mm-hmm. out when season one came out and I, I just don't remember a whole lot, but it was weird going through this. Cause they were specifically, I remember Rico. I remember mm-hmm. hating Rico. Um, <laughs> I remember the, the, the cast of characters and the main plot, but I could not tell you anything beyond that. So this was a fun uh, blast of the past for me. That's, that's great. I was kind of anticipating you not like having any frame of reference for Hannah Montana. So you like at least, like having that foggy memory of it was like a fun perk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this episode opens with Hannah Montana doing a photo shoot. And I immediately remembered this photographer. Um, She was very familiar to me. Um, And she is the like fourth or fifth (laughs) um, like guest character in like a long line of like stereotype characters. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. she is like stereotype of like crazy artsy photographer who is like crazy. She, she, she she is a classic LA artist. Yes. I think that that's how they're trying to frame her. And can I just say right off the bat, I love her. (laughs) The energy, the commitment. She is one of my favorite characters of this episode. Yeah, I um I was like she seems so familiar and she is on two more episodes, um two more upcoming episodes of Hannah Montana and she was also apparently on 11 episodes of Corey in the House, so it's possible I saw her there as well. Oh, yeah. Um she was also apparently in Legally Blonde and um on a season of Mad TV. But I did not recognize her from those things, but she she does have a very familiar kind of yeah. voice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So she's she's giving Hannah Montana all these like crazy directions for the photo shoot. Um, Robbie Ray is like, hey, maybe like make it simple. She's like a kid. And she talks down to Robbie Ray as like he's like a country bumpkin. And then he reveals himself to be Hannah Montana's father. And she immediately is like groveling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And she like puts him up in this chair and she's like, are you comfy? And Robbie Ray says like a monkey in a banana bath. (laughs) Okay. We both made note of that line. (laughs) It took me a second because I'm like, maybe, maybe I'm just not familiar with early aughts or mid aughts slang. But what? (laughs) No, it's a classic Robbie Ray like truism where it's just like he's country and uh off the cuff (laughs) i love it (laughs) um but so hannah montana is doing a billboard for like a zit cream or something for some sort of like acne product and the photographer like she is awful and crazy but also robbie starts like talking down to her and telling her how to do her job and i'm like okay but she's a professional so (laughs) yeah 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 Um, and he, at one point to like get the proper shot, Robbie Ray is like standing behind the photographer, like goofing off to get mm-hmm. her to laugh. Mm-hmm. His way of doing that is like holding two water bottles and like pretending to pour them on the photographer. And that like makes her laugh super hard and yeah. like show her teeth. <laughs> I thought that was a really heartwarming moment, if I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. That just like the the that Robbie knew exactly what to do to make his daughter smile in that moment. I thought that was really sweet. <laughs> I I think uh, there are a lot of sweet moments between them, uh, particularly in this episode. He really goes to bat for Miley's wishes, um, which is nice because he like definitely doesn't have to. Um, or some of her requests are at times bratty, and he still is like, no, it's important to her. Yeah, yeah. We then, like, do a pretty hard cut because it goes right into the intro from there. And then when we come back, um, they appear to be playing basketball on the beach in front of the, like, surf shack. But there's only one hoop, and it's a very small – it's, like, it's like one square of a four-square court that they're yeah. doing this on. Lily shows up, and she can't see anything. <laughs> and she claims it's because her dog ate her contact lenses. Um <laughs> classic i was like well then why isn't she wearing glasses and they immediately answer my question apparently i would disagree but apparently lily's glasses are very dorky um they're just simple black glasses is the thing no i remember this in 2006 everyone who had glasses knew that they sucked and they hated them (laughs) glasses were dorky that's just what they were As someone who had glasses in 2006 but didn't wear them very often, I think my glasses were kind of similar to, like, the shape of Lily's glasses, but they were in, like, a cool red color. They weren't black. So you were a freaking nerd, but you were were kind of a a cool nerd with style. I... I was about to say I'm not a nerd, but then I remembered that my mom bought me, like, one of those, like, glasses chains that, like, librarians have. I rest my case. <laughs> um, I, I was a very fashionable nerd. I my gla- my glasses were from like the candies brand, which like Hillary Duff did ads for. So to me, uh-huh. it was very cool. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> um, but they they obsess over these glasses, over how like dorky they are. And Lily does mm-hmm. get a pretty funny line, and she says that her mom bought them at a place that also sells tires. <laughs> that was really good. I love that line. <laughs> this was a funny scene. We're going to get to my favorite moment in a, in a moment, but this was a really good, well-done scene. 
Um, well, yeah, so I guess we find out that Lily has, like, a big skateboarding competition coming up. And this girl, who we have never seen before and we will never see again, um, named Heather, comes up. And she's, oh, really? like, a mean skateboarder. Oh, I loved Heather. We never see she her was, again. She was very familiar. And I looked her up. And uh, she was not in more episodes. This was her only appearance. Oh. Shoot. No spinoff or anything. Well. Enough for Heather the mean skateboarder. <laughs> Were you like enamored with her? It's Disney Channel. They have money. I don't know. I wanted to know her story. <laughs> I wanted to know she she and her sidekick. Her, her sidekick. Her sidekick. Too, yeah. <laughs> so they're like kind of taunting Lily, and Lily is not wearing her glasses at the moment. So like Miley is having to like help her. Was was this where your like favorite moment was? This is after after Miley taunted them, turned back around and said high five, and Lily smacks her <laughs> straight in the face, and, and Miley she falls, falls to the ground. <laughs> I I I have a pretty high laugh tolerance. I but this made me guffaw out loud. This was the funniest <laughs> stuff. I oh did write. It's a sight gag parentheses ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> <That's Lily Kempsey>. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. It um, was. It was pretty good. I think that moment is also like, I think there were a couple moments in this episode that are in the title sequence. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was one of them. Yeah. So Miley tries to tell Lily that looks don't matter and it's what on what's on the inside that counts. And so she shouldn't be concerned about wearing her glasses for the skateboarding competition. Um, but Lily, uh, Miley is like the literal poster girl for having good skin. Um, so her comments kind of ring a little hollow because she's an international pop sensation. Right. Doesn't she say this isn't about me or my perfect skin? Yes. <laughs> I love that. Which, like, good for her for being, I think at this point she's 15. Um, I would still say she's 14. Yeah. But she just had, like, a birthday episode not that long ago. Um, For for whatever that age is and having perfect skin. Like, Mm -hmm. that's a rarity. Oliver shows up and they immediately tell him that one of his nostrils is significantly bigger than the other one. And he proceeds to have, like, a meltdown about it. I'm like, how could you even tell? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, he looked in in the 2006 sunglasses. You know the kind. No no rim. Just, (laughs) I'm pretty sure there were transitional lenses. Um, It was very, it was pinnacle 2006. I loved it. I loved it. Basically, after that, that's kind of the end of the scene. And then um, we immediately get... Oh, wait, real quick, real quick. We We haven't talked about Miley's outfit. Oh, by all means. It, it it struck me because everyone else was wearing just... Can I swear on this podcast? Yes, of course. It's just the most normal shit. Um, <laughs> and she's wearing... I wrote it down. Two shirts. They weren't even very different shirts. You could just see that she was wearing two shirts and then two sets of puka shells and what appeared to be pajama pants. People love to wear multiple shirts on this show. Um, that's like Oliver's big thing. He's like always wearing at least two shirts. Um and I, I do want to also say, since you brought up the fashion, the outfit that Hannah Montana is wearing for this campaign photo shoot is so ugly. It is terrible. <laughs> it is awful. And I get that they, they end up, when you see the billboard, it's really only her head that's on the right. billboard. So I guess it's fine. But like, she's wearing like light wash denim jeans and like brown suede boots with fringe and like this big silvery shirt with like a giant cross on it. It yeah. just, it doesn't really work. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's not good. Um, and I would say the other notable outfits come 
towards the end of the episode. Um, oh my god! Also, in another absolute... scene featuring Hannah Montana. But uh, oh, I cannot wait to yeah. talk about that. <laughs> um, so at that point, we kind of do a bit of a hard cut into B plot territory, which, as per usual, is going to involve Jackson. Um, right. I I wrote. I can already tell that it's going to be dumb um, because. <laughs> there's a joke <laughs> that happens at the start of the B plot, which is not revisited until the very end of the episode. And that is that Jackson has washed his underwear in the dishwasher. And, <laughs> and Robbie Ray opens the dishwasher to find that. And is like, my dumb son, Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like he always is. He's like, that boy is, you know, shortened that, brain. That or something. boy ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That, that boy, boy ain't right. right. <laughs> um but that then ends up having absolutely fuck all to do with the b plot even though it comes right. back later right it's just you it's disney channel you have to have at least one underwear gag per episode <laughs> that's true either an underwear <laughs> gag or a poop joke and we get both in this episode oh my god that's true we do oh wow um <laughs> Um, so Jackson, I guess, has just gone on a date with a girl named Melissa, who, just for your reference, we've never heard of her before. I guess the car ran out of gas while they were driving somewhere, and Jackson made her get out and push the car, and then Melissa shows up, and it looks like she's, like, been sucked into a tornado and spit back out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think that's what would happen if you were just literally pushing on a car. But maybe they were on like the freeway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 the effects crew, I think, just got you know a little budget surplus, and they're like, "We're just gonna, we're just gonna use it on this one." I mean, they they love a good sight gag involving like stuff smeared on the face and like big hair. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and I guess so. This leads to the real B plot, which is that Jackson wants a raise, um, and his boss is Rico's dad. And Rico is like holding it over Jackson that his dad hasn't made a decision yet. And Rico keeps saying the word daddy, which he is very unsettling. He kept saying daddy. He kept <laughs> saying daddy. The, the man I call daddy. Well, daddy wants this. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, boy. oh no. It's not great. So in order to get Rico to convince his dad to give Jackson a raise, Rico's plan is to put on a magic show and have Jackson dress up as his assistant named the lovely Tina. I he don't fucking... quite get his motivation here. He, I will say, though, humiliation, that, that Jackson maybe? doesn't look that bad. <laughs> no, I wrote, let me, let me, let me write the, let me, let me, let me recite what I have in my notes. Okay. Jackson <laughs> fucking works, spelled W-E- RKS. <laughs> um, so I'd say I agree with you there. He looked hot. It was great. <laughs> he did look pretty good, especially like all things considered, it looked like he changed in like the weird beach bathroom. He had like a <laughs> headdress, he had lipstick, he had earrings, he had like a halter dress. Jackson he had yeah, he, he had like low heels, but like gold heels on. He Jackson's done it. this before. Do you think he's done this before? <laughs> I think we. I think what? we're about to crack this wide open. 
I mean, considering how often the characters on the show are like forced to wear lipstick. That's true. It seems <laughs> probable. True. I, I, Jackson, he doesn't look happy about this by any means, but like, but like, you know what? He's serving it to him. Like, right? He didn't right. come here to play. He looks great. Uh, all things considered. Like, okay, Rico, I'll call your bluff. I'm going to do this, but I'm going to look fucking slamming while I do it. <laughs> um, and uh, I guess Rico's like magic act is to just smash an egg over Jackson's head. And right. again, what's the real motivation? I get that Rico clearly gets off on humiliating Jackson, but... But... <laughs> Well, let let me put it this way. When I was seven years old, the just a dream come true would have been cracking an egg over someone's head that was older than me. (laughs) That just, oh, that would have made my year getting to do that. So I understand. I understand Rico here. Okay. So, so you, you understand the motivation here. Um, You have answered my question from my viewing of this episode. Okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. It's don't overthink it. Egg gags are funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess we can go ahead and close out the rest of the B plot because we don't need to go like strictly linear here. Um, The rest of the B plot is like the next time we see them, Jackson, I guess, finds out that he did get the raise. And so he drops, I was like, is it seaweed? Yeah, seaweed. On Tariko's head. He like pulls a lever behind yeah. his like little counter and seaweed falls on Tariko. Right. Which seems like it would have taken a very long time to orchestrate. Unless that lever was already there. What oh. what what could he have used it for in the past? Well, it it could have been that like Rico had like planted traps within the surf shack oh. um because very frequently jackson and rico uh after they kind of get each other's goat they just will like go at each other with like throwing stuff and like <laughs> squirting ketchup and mustard on each other so Classic. it could make sense to just like have something permanently like booby trapped in the ceiling <laughs> i was confused by it though me too so and then at that point jackson's date melissa shows back up to i guess give him a second chance but she sees that jackson is like laughing at this little boy covered in seaweed and uh takes it the wrong way um and rico like of course milks it for all he can and is like i want my mommy (laughs) that that actor who played rico is flawless he's so good It's it's interesting having different guests on this show because everybody has slightly different opinions about the various actors and performances in the Hannah Montana universe mm-hmm. um, or the HMU as I am trying to catch on. Right, um, right. Of course, naturally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and one of the episodes I recorded earlier this week, someone was like, I was really impressed by Miley Cyrus's acting and Emily Osment's acting. I was less impressed with Moises Arias. <laughs> <laughs> tonight no. you're like oh no moises areas nailed it no 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 no, no. he's good he's good he's good at what he does um is what are what are the odds of of mr bailey ray ever what ever listening to this podcast oh god what a question to just spring on me um i would like to think they're decent I I was asking, I was asking Kayla the other day, I was like the actor that plays Jake Ryan, who will come up in the next episode. 
um, he's probably not doing much, right? He would probably be on the show <laughs> if I like launched a small ish campaign, right? Yeah. See if anyone's podcasting about him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I feel like, yeah, some of some of these people, uh, I don't know. It seems like it could happen. I'm not ruling it, it out. Um, okay. I I have said a few times, you know, like Miley, if you're listening, we would love to have you on. Um, but that that goes for everyone. Anyone that has mm-hmm. worked on this show is welcome on this show anytime. <laughs> as long as you're not appearing on this show to serve me with a cease and desist, we're good to go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, your theme song is clearly not from Hannah Montana because you're singing in it. Well, I'm speaking in it. You know, it's a spoken word. <laughs> right, right. It's clearly not from Disney well, Channel. It's, it's no. also, you know, commentary and I'm critiquing things. So, you know, hashtag right. fair use and all that. Of course. Um, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Was there even anything left in the B plot? Like, I mean, Melissa thinks that he's that Jackson's being mean to a little boy, which I mean is true. Yeah, Jackson as, is being mean to a little boy. He is doing that. I mean, earlier Jackson says he says, but he's the devil, which I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, and then at the end he says, "Wait, I have money." Yeah, and he's which got like a fistful of cash. <laughs> yeah, it also got a chuckle out of me. Um, there is a B plot thing that I want to discuss. It's from the first scene and mm-hmm. it, it uh, maybe you have some insight cause I was stuck. Um, they're talking about when, when he was in the car, um, hold on, I'm finding it in my notes. <clears throat> I have to scroll back through my 30 pages of notes. Um, <laughs> how many pages of note- notes did you actually do? Oh, probably like two, not that many. Um, <laughs> I mean, same. <laughs> yeah. I okay so he he's talking about when he's in the car and he says and I do and I do the arm thing and then and he does a gesture like points up briefly with his mm-hmm. finger what the fuck did that mean okay I was also confused by that um I used the context clue of Robbie Ray's assumption Robbie Ray seemed to assume that it was Jackson farting um oh. and oh, okay. I was like really um yeah he says know. because at least you were in a convertible yeah, that okay. was that was what I gleaned. Um, it was pretty vague, and I, I would think on a show of this nature they would just say what it was if that was what it was. Right. Um, I they, don't know why they danced around it so much. They weren't. They weren't on Disney Channel in 2006 trying to make a boner joke. I know. I was like, it can't be that he has an erection. Yeah. There's no way like, that that's huh? what we're <laughs> addressing here. <laughs> Okay. Although good. he did do that gesture, and I was like, ah! "Yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> uh, suggestive." Uh. <laughs> and the character is sixteen, so like it would track, um, right? But I was like, "No." And <laughs> <laughs> thank you, though. I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to address that. And I have one more thing about Jackson I want to address. Yes, and that's that's the actor's age. Yes, a very common topic over here at Pumping Up the Podcast. <laughs> 30. <laughs> 30. Um, I I think he plays it better than I would have expected. I I do, however, think that the writers of this show were hyper aware of the fact that their actor was so much older than the character 
and they gave him a lot of lines and traits to try and age him down further. But I think it had the adverse effect of being like, but a 16-year-old wouldn't say or do that, you know? That's more like a 10-year-old thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with like a lot of things that come up for him. Um, So I think it was a delicate line that they had to kind of toe there. Yeah, I think they did all right. It fooled me when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, we were all shocked when we found out, which Mm -hmm. I guess, you know, is enough of a sign that, like, they were doing decent enough at it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I wanted I wanted to at least talk about that. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm I'm glad you brought those uh items up and to our attention. Um before we get back to the A plot, we're gonna take a quick little break and then we'll come back to. and we'll there's still like half the episode left. It's crazy. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, 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 yeah. All right, so the next piece of the A-plot that we get is um, the main cast of characters, so Miley and Lily and Robbie Ray, all go to take a sneak peek at the billboard. Um, And they mention a couple times that this is a worldwide campaign, and I do want to stress that this is a worldwide campaign because Mm -hmm. of what happens later. I think it's very important that we remember that this is a worldwide campaign. It's not just this one billboard. It's going to be hundreds of billboards, probably, right? Yeah. Oh, this is going to be on YouTube ads. Um, it's going to, well, I would. I was going to say Spotify. Did YouTube and, ads and exist ads. in 2006? <laughs> God, no. Thank God, too. <laughs> We're all YouTube, too busy if you're just listen- watching Numa Numa on Leap. On Leap, on Loop. <laughs> yeah. YouTube, if you're listening, what's with the ads? Okay, anyway. Um. So, uh, Lily shows up. Well, Lily, I guess, was riding on Robbie Ray's back up the stairs because she still can't see because she refused to wear her glasses, even though there was no one else around. Right. Um, Miley gets her to put the glasses on, and Robbie Ray tells her that they actually are cool. And Lily's like, oh, why would you say that? Because he's a dad and he's dorky. And I was like, but that's a nice thing for him to say. Um, And then he tries again and is like, actually, Lily, those are... (laughs) They're a big bowl of ugly. That's it. Yeah, they're a big bowl of ugly. And Lily also takes that badly. And Robbie Ray's like, well, I can't win. (laughs) (laughs) That's just just what being 14 is, though. Yeah, I, I did appreciate... I think I think Rob Murray is a great dad and he is very supportive of his children's friends, which is nice to see. Yeah. Um and I, I I for what it was worth, I was like, she looks fine. She like it doesn't look bad at all. Yeah, um she looks great in even. I like her with the glasses. Yeah, I think I think Emily Osmond's character um consistently gets the best styling on this show, even even later when she has like a really bad hairstyle. Um, mm. later in this episode um she as lily looks super cute and i have to add that caveat because you <laughs> you haven't watched an episode where lily is playing her alter ego lola which is hannah montana's friend lola and the outfits that lola wears are absolute insanity they are the worst outfits on the show but lily's are super cute and normal <laughs> no no question about lola mm-hmm because I do not remember Lola. Um, <laughs> is Lola an alter ego or just Lily wearing stupider clothes? 
Okay, so when Hannah Montana is like at her concerts or at like events and Lily wants to go with her, Lily goes by Lola Laughinagle. Um, originally. <laughs> oh, I don't know why that tickled me so. But that was, that's a great name. That. Oh, that is 100% my drag name. Okay, cool. We can go oh forward with that. It's funny because I think in the first time that we see Lola, she actually is Lola Lufonda. And then in like the next episode, she's Lola Laughinagle. And I think oh, that's the one that sticks. It's so good. It's so <laughs> good. So, Lola Laughinagle um, typically is seen wearing like a light purple bob wig and um, just insane layers of party clothing and like parties and quotes. Um I she is often seen wearing a dress over like a long sleeve tie-dye shirt over jeans with clogs and like a chunky necklace or like a feather boa. Um I'm so, looking up images. I have it yeah. on Google. Oh, it's a lot of wigs. It's a lot of wigs. That's minimum two necklaces. Mm-hmm. That makeup is really good. Oh my god. <laughs> Why so many layers? Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's like the costuming department was like, we have to sponsor all of these fashion boutiques. Let's just fit as many, as many costumes as we can. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Let's though. put four costumes on one character in a single scene. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I would say most of the fashion breakdowns on this show are dedicated to Lola outfits um, because they are just bananas. Um, I love the commitment. Unfortunately, we don't get any Lola in this episode. Um, we'll have to have you back for an episode that Lola's actually in. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> um, but so they go to unveil the billboard and there's like a big zit on Hannah Montana's face. And for some reason, it's on her forehead. Um, to me, the more the the like place on the face that would make more sense is like maybe the cheek or the nose. Right. Um, but it's on her forehead. It's like right above her eyebrow. Um, and honestly, I think that Hannah Montana's fans would find it relatable and like endear her to them even more that she is like cool with having a zit because like all of Hannah Montana's friends are like, our fans are like children. Mm -hmm. Um, they're, they're either children or they're like established celebrities. Those are (laughs) Hannah Montana's fans. (laughs) Yeah. And it's important that kids know that you get face blemishes. That's just what happens. And they don't go away when you're done being a teenager. No, some of us are 25 and have the worst acne of our whole lives. And that's just how it happens sometimes. That's and just, I think Hannah Montana, I think Hannah Montana should have, you know, I mean, we get to it. But Miley basically freaks out that there's a zit on her face, which number one, no one knows that it's her. So, like, no one's going to, like, right. go up to Miley at school and be like, hey, nerd, I saw your zit on the billboard. Like, right. it doesn't really matter. And we've already established that she has great skin. So anytime Hannah Montana is making a public appearance, it's not like she's going to have a zit on her head the whole time. It's not like people are going to ask her about her zit. Um, right. I just, I, to me, the entire A-plot, Lily and her glasses and Miley and the Hannah Montana zit billboard are just non-starters. I'm like, these are so not issues. 
<laughs> right, 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 right. And this didn't need to happen. Can we talk about the business strategy of of having a huge zit on uh, a billboard for a cream that gets rid of zits? Yeah. So like, I mean, it gets it gets talked about because um, Hannah uh, Miley like she makes a big stink about like that needs to go away. We cannot have that. And Robbie Ray calls in and is like, we didn't agree to this. You need to take it off. And the photographer is like, it's going to win me awards. It's so brilliant of me to put a zit on this. And it, you know, it's for zit cream. She should have a zit. And it's like, right. well, I had an inspiration. <laughs> no, what you had is a, a breaking of the contract. Like, <laughs> come on, man. You're obviously a contract worker and this was not in the contract. I mean, also it's, it's, it's just on a billboard and like, it probably made her so much money that like, mm. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care if my real zits were on a billboard. If I got the amount of money you get from being part of like a worldwide ad campaign, you know, like who cares? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she can go to college with that money. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, Robbie Ray tries to, like, convince the photographer to get rid of it. The photographer's like, no, I'm an artistic genius. And it's like, well, if you say so, lady. Um, mm. That's Again, that's just L.A. That's just how it is. That's just that's just how it is. I, I did get sort of, like, uh, Tyra Banks during the episodes of Top Model where she, like, photogra- uh, photographs the models herself's vibes from mm-hmm. this photographer. She's like, give me this and give me that. And she's like doing these crazy poses and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's very Tyra Banks on Top Model. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I watched so much Top Model right before the pandemic started. And then I stopped <laughs> and I watched all of Gossip Girl instead. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Someday I'll go back to Top Model, but this is not a Top Model podcast. And it's not a Gossip Girl podcast, no matter how often it gets brought up. Um <laughs> they'll have their days in the limelight (laughs) true um so i guess miley pretends to be cool with the billboard simply for the uh the the like end game of lily being okay with looking dorky in her glasses for the skateboarding competition um Mm -hmm. miley is very invested in lily getting to the skateboarding competition and winning um even though so Miley essentially lies and says that she's cool with the zit because it'll give Lily confidence. Um, I don't think she was particularly convincing, but Lily seems fully convinced, like 100% convinced. And I'm like, you're her best friend. Shouldn't you like be able to read her a little better? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was when it, it was the moment when Miley slowly turned to Lily and said, I don't have a problem. (laughs) <laughs> it's like all right but <laughs> <laughs> if you say so girl um right so my the, the scene ends lily leaves she's like it's great i'm gonna do the skateboarding competition and i am gonna wear my glasses it's gonna be great um then miley and jackson sneak out to where the billboard is with you, real quick you uh-huh. forgot at the end of that scene where jackson shows up to the house dressed as tina Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank and you. And I think two lines are spoken. One is, hey, Daddy, which uh, I... I Obsessed with the word Daddy. He's going to have to move beyond it. And and what is what does our good friend Robbie say? He says, well, you move, to, you move the family to Hollywood, and this is what you get. <laughs> he also has a good line 
in a minute here, which we'll get to that also alludes to the same thing. Um, So Miley and Jackson show up on the roof for where this billboard is. They have brought with them a can of paint that is the exact color as Miley's skin. Um, I don't know where they got it at this hour, but good for that. Right. Which can I say real quick? I've I've done photoshopping stuff. I photoshopped people's faces. They've told me to get rid of and add things. That's not you can't just like one paint. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, that's just not you can't you can't <laughs> right. Um, so they paint over the zit, and it's very effective. Um, and this is the point where I say this is a worldwide campaign. Painting oh, over yes. one billboard does not change what will appear on all the other billboards and who knows where else this ad will appear. On buses, wherever. On television, in magazines, who knows. But they're only covering it on this one billboard. Um, to which yeah. point, again, at, at what point does she say, okay, this is a lost cause, I just have to make peace with it? Right. Yeah, what? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> that was all I could think about during this scene. I was like, but they said so many times it's a worldwide campaign. It's a worldwide campaign. What does it matter if this one billboard? And again, nobody knows her identity. Nobody's going to be like, hey, Miley, I saw your shitty skin or whatever. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, by the time they're unveiling it, that's already everywhere. Yeah. Huh. In any case, Robbie huh. May shows up as well. <laughs> and you think that he's catching Miley and Jackson in the act, but it turns out he was also going to go out and paint over it because he loves his little girl that much. He was like, Miley doesn't want it there, so I'm going to take care of it, um, which I thought was very sweet. Yeah, it was a nice moment. This is like the part of in the episode where normally... Robbie Ray would give like an encouraging talk to Miley about like how she needs to grow up. I mean, never in like in those words, but it's usually like a pep talk and some sort of advice. But in this right. one, he's like on her side and is like, that wasn't in the contract. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm your business <laughs> yeah. manager. So <laughs> I loved that moment. It was pretty good. Um, and then like Miley and Jackson and Robbie Ray all share a hug and Robbie Ray says something about his two daughters. <laughs> yeah. He goes over and hugs Miley and said, I love, I love my daughter and, and or I love my little girl. And then, um, hold on. What's his name? Cut this part out. What's his name? <laughs> what Jackson? Name? Jackson. Thank you. And then, and then Jackson <laughs> says, and what am I? <laughs> I'm gonna leave that in. That was hilarious. (laughs) Complete brain fart. Um, Sorry for ruining your podcast. I was like, "Are you looking something up? Are you asking me?" (laughs) Jackson. Jackson. Um, Jackson says the hilarious line. What am I? He says, "Tina, my other little girl." It was a cute little moment and a nice little callback. So then we're at like the big press unveiling for this billboard, which is that really a thing? Do they have like press events for billboards? Oh, hi. I don't. My dog just sat down under my feet. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, my dog. 
Um, and like the photographers there to like give a speech about her artistic vision or whatever. Um, and there's like a lot of press here, um, mm-hmm. which is which is part of why I thought it was interesting that because Lily shows up and the whole thing is like, well, what's Lily gonna think when she sees that the zit is gone? And the rational yeah. answer would be, we'll just tell them that they agreed to change the campaign after the fact. Right. But that's, that's not what, what that's not what she assumes. She assumes that shenanigans ensued and Miley like tampered with the billboard. Right. <laughs> you know, right. as as early teenagers do. Of course. <laughs> um, and so Lily shows up, which throws a wrench into things. They thought that Lily was going to be at the skate competition during this time. And she wouldn't see until afterwards. And after she already had confidence. Um, but Lily's there and Lily is not dressed as Lola Laffinagle. Um, She is in normal Lily clothes. At which point I thought to myself, okay, there are all these photographers there. They could all photograph the fact that this girl, Lily knows Hannah Montana and and they could make connections this is the one time in this episode there there have been more in other episodes where i'm like the secret is being kept so poorly that it's like inexcusable in this one this is my like one small complaint is that like people could see that lily is talking to hannah montana and it's well known that at their school hannah montana is like the coolest person on earth um right so it could cause a stir. Do do you think Obviously, there's like end up happening? <laughs> do you think there's like a reporter who's like trying to put the pieces together, like <laughs> like a like a Spider Man situation? Like I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna figure out who who Hannah Montana is. <laughs> um, but you know, be. I would. That seems like the kind of show that would get made today, where um, as like a we're doing something within the universe of this old show. And we're looking at it through the perspective of a different character or something. I would, mm. I would watch that. Um, I would write that. I would produce it um, because it <laughs> it seems like it must have happened. And granted, the internet wasn't as big of a deal then as it is now. Like Hannah Montana as a concept could not work in the age of social media. People would figure right. it out immediately. Right. There are so many people that have conspiracy theories about things like this, and this is just so ripe for people figuring it out, especially because they're pretty sloppy about it, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. But, 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 this is, so this is what you have dubbed the, the Hannah Montana Cinematic Universe, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or which, the HMU. Which, <laughs> the HMU, which coincides with That's So Raven at one point. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the, that is also... That's so Raven is also in the the HCU. Well, you know, it's weird. So having watched those episodes pretty recently, um, the Hannah Montana portion of those crossovers was so small. Hannah Montana was like barely in those crossovers. Um, right. And the Hannah Mon- the places where Hannah Montana universe and That's So Raven universe um, overlap is for is like within an episode of sweet life of zach and cody it's not even right. within an episode of either of their shows it's only within the sweet life of zach and cody episode okay so, so i mean technically we live in a universe where this girl can secretly be a pop star and there's a psychic girl living in san francisco <laughs> that's exactly my point that's exactly my point it's like they can get away with a lot 
<laughs> in, in in my book <laughs> because there's a psychic girl in the same universe. It's like, eh. eh. <laughs> I suppose you're right. They are technically in the same universe. Um, but then that raises questions about what I want to call this universe because I am pretty married to HMU. Oh, definitely HMU. Definitely <laughs> HMU. Yeah. Um, uh, gosh, we've talked about Lily arriving at this for quite a bit. And so okay, now I have to good. talk about Lily's hair in this scene. Oh, please. Yes. It is so bad. And I'll say this. Lily has had some crazy hairstyles on this show. <laughs> there have been times, I mean, like like all sidekick on every Disney Channel show, they're the one that like the hairdresser just says, just fuck them up. Just do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Free reign. <laughs> um, and I mean, we've seen her have half of her hair be stick straight and half of her hair curled. We've seen fully straight with one curl. We've seen, you know, lots of different color wigs. Um, however, in this scene, it's just straight up ugly. Like she's <laughs> she's wearing a hoodie with the hood up, but her hair is in these like raggedy braids, and it's like five or six raggedy braids that look like they'll be painful to take out because of how yeah. raggedy they are. Yeah. <laughs> it, what what wasn't I saw commercials for this on like Disney Channel where it was like a hair straightener, but you can put a pattern into your straight hair with like, what, like the hair crimping? straightener itself. Yeah, crimping is that the word for it? Um. Well, there's crimping, and then there's like the kind of there was a tool where like it would it would braid your hair for you and like put beads in it. No, I'm talking about it. This was the thing that heated, heat, heated up your hair and put like a fun little pattern in it. That sounds close enough to crimping that I'm willing to say it's crimping. It's probably crimping. It looks like it looks like they took Lily's braided hair and then crimped it. <laughs> like crimped the braided hair. You know what? I can see that. I'll I'll accept that. That that makes sense. That's like a good theory um, of what actually happened in the you know, hair and makeup trailer leading up to this scene. It's I, either way, not good. It's not good. And most of the time Lily is like the cute one <laughs> in her styling. Right. Right. Although they'd like to have us believe that Miley is the cute one, but we're not being fooled here. Lily's the cute one. Um, but Lily is unashamedly the ugly one <laughs> in this scene. <laughs> right, 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 right. And 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 we do have to talk for at least a second about what Hannah Montana is wearing. Hannah Montana is wearing the outfit from the intro Best of Both Worlds performance. So, like, when she's on stage during that intro singing Best of Both Worlds, that is the outfit she's wearing for this. So, it is, it's like a button-up shirt that's, like, olive green. Mm -hmm. And it's got these, like, puffy tops of the sleeves. And then it's, like, a pink sequin bodice over it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Would you say that that is accurate description? <laughs> yeah, I would say so. It's a lot of sequins and then yes. and then jeans. Just she, jeans. she loves her jeans. The girl loves love jeans. jeans. What can you say? You like never see yeah. her in a well, that's not entirely true. I was gonna say you never see her in a dress. I would say like 85% of the time she's wearing jeans. Right. And I know I've said this a million times, but meh, what she's wearing, that's just that's just LA. That's just Los Angeles. <laughs> that's just how it is down there. That's just how it is. <laughs> 
All right, there's plot that happens in the scene. So the plot. The, the, <laughs> now that we've spent scenes. like 15 minutes talking about, <laughs> Not, nothing that didn't need to be said. <laughs> no, it was all in- completely necessary. Um, so Lily has shown up to support Miley before the skating competition because she's a good friend, unlike Miley, who is often a very bad friend. Yes. They unveil the billboard. The zit is not there. And they have kind of a big fight about it. This might be like their biggest fight thus far on the show. The, the audience goes, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I guess to try and patch things up with Lily, um, Hannah Montana goes to give a speech up at the front. And the first thing she does is she picks up like a water pitcher that's just sitting mm-hmm. on this like makeshift stage and she splashes it on where the paint was and it immediately washes away. And I'm like, was that water spiked with paint thinner? Like how <laughs> they painted that like 24 hours ago. It would mm-hmm. be dry. It would Absolutely. like, you couldn't just wash it off with water. Um, Absolutely. But in any case, <laughs> <laughs> she dumps the water on it. The zit is revealed. And uh, she gives a very nice speech about how she's actually okay with, you know, being imperfect to the world or something. Yeah. And she talks about, you know, say somebody has dorky glasses. That doesn't mean it should keep them from doing what they want or whatever. Yeah. And then a bird poops on her shoulder. Yep. (laughs) And that's kind of the end of that. The photographer briefly f- flirts with um, Robbie Ray, and he immediately turns her down. Yep. And that's kind of the resolution of it. We don't even see, like, Miley and Lily, like, make up, really. We just, like, see them, like, acknowledge each other and, like, smile. Um, yeah. Right? Like, I'm not forgetting something. No, no, no. That's that's it. The, the yeah. bird poop is pretty much the end of that. Yeah. And that's the end of the A-plot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then the la- the last thing we get is the callback to the joke that I thought was going to be the B plot and then wasn't, which is where Robbie Ray put like a shirt. A shirt? He put a yeah. shirt in the dishwasher and was like, "That boy may be goofy, but he was right. It worked, <laughs> and it's not connected mm-hmm. to anything." And um, and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> they end. They end with with Robbie and Jackson and the OU pose, the classic pose. It's really interesting to me how many episodes of Hannah Montana end with some sort of Jackson shenanigan. Um, they're like, we already did all we could do for the main plot. So just like have some <laughs> yeah. Jackson nonsense. That's kind of their tone for like every episode. <laughs> right, right. Now, if I'm if I remember correctly, the A plot finishes, then there's a commercial break. And then you get the mm-hmm. 22nd final yes. comedic scene plus the credits. That is correct. Okay. I think that pacing makes a little more sense rather than just like, and just like, and this and then we're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're Pretty done. much. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that's like the episode. That's like what it was. Yeah. <laughs> was there anything that we didn't touch on that you're like, I need to talk about this. I need I need answers. I need the folks at home to know that this is in this episode of Hannah Montana. Um. Uh, n- no. 
<laughs> no, this was a pretty straightforward filler episode. I think it was a very sweet episode. I think it was a very sweet filler episode. I think it made some good points. Nice bite-sized little bit of philosophy for all the middle schoolers and elementary schoolers out there. Um, but most importantly, most importantly, um, it had it had a, a poop joke and an underwear joke. <laughs> and cross-dressing. And cross-dressing. There was lipstick. That's a three-for-one slam dunk. And an egg was cracked over somebody's head. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but I, I re- go ahead. Uh, I really love this episode of Hannah Montana. Oh, um, I'm glad. <laughs> I, I loved. I loved getting to do, uh, getting to watch this TV show, and I uh, can't wait to be on another episode. Absolutely. Um, I I do want to say this episode went so quick to me. Um, this one felt much shorter than some of the other ones. Like the episode previous to this felt like such a slog. It felt like it went on for an hour and it was like 20 minutes. And this one, <laughs> this one was like a tight 15 or something. It was like, mm. so boom, 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 not messing around. Um, I mean, it did have a lot of messing around, but, um, yeah, but, oh, but I felt that too. Yeah, but like there wasn't a lot of like fat on this episode. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Great. Well, if we have pretty much wrapped it up, then we can pretty much wrap it up. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad we were able to get you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's it's an absolute thrill and a pleasure. <laughs> well, we'll definitely have you back real soon. I always need more people to be on this. I have like 90 more episodes to go. <laughs> Um, all right and thanks so much to uh you guys for tuning into today's episode um i hope you enjoyed it and i hope you'll join me next week um for season one episode 14 it's called new kid in school uh just to get your appetite wet this is the first appearance of jake ryan everybody oh yeah um (laughs) (laughs) You guys didn't see what Elise just did, like, a raise the roof gesture. <laughs> well, Jake Ryan has, uh, he's, he's been making the rounds on Twitter this past week because um, maybe it'll be in this next week's episode. But there's a clip of him saying, because uh, he plays, like, another famous character on the show. Um, there's a clip of him saying, and that's when I said, no, Mr. Trump, you're fired. So the week we're recording this is very topical and everybody was sharing it around. So, <laughs> um, and also people yeah. like Jake Ryan, he's like the main love interest over the course of the show. Um, so it'll be fun to finally dive into his whole deal. Um, as always, you can go ahead and follow us on Twitter at pumping up the pod and on Instagram at pumping up the podcast. And until next time, keep on pumping up the party.